What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Westworld TV Talk. Listen, season four ended up being a really monumental season for the series as a whole. They had a lot of work to do at the beginning of the season. And the question is, did they stick the landing? Eh, maybe a little bit. I don't you know. I think overall, if you look at the season, it was a massive success. I love the way in which they explored some of the ideas they were introduced in season three, but got back to really kind of the core of what Westworld was in so many different ways. I like the juxtaposition of actually having the hosts running the park and the people being in the park to some extent, uh, the, the horrific nature of that. And then having kind of this new, you know, quote unquote, evolved man in black up that crank it up to 11, put it into hard mode, as he says, uh, and just basically wipe out everything. He just becomes like this burning fire that just is <laughs> desires to, you know, cleanse the world of all sentient life. It's horrific. And it is kind of the, the ultimate evolution of the full, you know, full pendulum, dark William swing. This is a William devoid of his humanity in every single way and does exactly what one might assume that he would. So is that one note? Maybe, but to some extent, that's the core programming here, right? Like that's where he was destined to be. Now, I love the fact that they, you know, played a little bit more with what happens to hosts when they are in someone else's body. I think that's something that in season three, especially the evolution of Heloris, you know, that was a little kind of weird, like, okay, why, why isn't she just Dolores? Why isn't the code stay the same? And, you know, there was this question of like, well, does the body, is there a biological reason that somehow infects the code? But no, it's, it's really more psychological. It's literally being in like in someone else's life, living their life, trying to, to put on that character. It's essentially kind of that method acting that goes so far that you kind of lose yourself into the character. And rather than having those touch points or those needs to kind of come back to home base in the world of kind of this post-human West world, or at least post-human civilization West world, you know, there's no need for that. There is kind of this encouragement to give yourself fully to the character. You know, I, I think they could have played more with that though. The idea that Dolores or a, a, a version of Dolores was put inside and in like asked to live the life of this person that was her tormentor for so many years is a fascinating concept, but instead they really went with more of the, you know, William dealing with a shadow version of himself. And that's an interesting concept as well, but I feel like we, we lost some of that. We lost, you know, more of the, the, what does it mean for, you know, for the, for the host to become, you know, the tormentor of, of themselves. And, and, you know, I just, I feel like we could have explored more there. It's, it's the same thing with Hale or Haloris to some extent. Like we, we see the way in which she interacts with the William host as kind of a familiar and friendly fashion. She calls him my, my friend. And it doesn't even seem like that comes as kind of an ironic statement when she says it. And if this is truly Haloris, then she is looking again, her past or at least a previous version of her was completely tormented by that face. I think keeping William in the basement makes a ton of sense. And I think the the fact that she would even create a version that she had total control and total domination over also makes sense. I just feel like we could have played around with that a little bit more. This season as a whole, I think felt really rushed. And at the same time, had some of the greatest episodes of the series overall. 
you know, I think back to the one with the multiple copies of Caleb trying to get the message out to his daughter. Probably, I mean, it's right up there as one of the best episodes of the series as a whole. Like this, this is and and this the story overall was really good. I think just the, some of the exploration with the characters, the the writing at times felt a little basic in ways that is unfortunate for what we know of Westworld. The story, the narrative, great, but some of the characterizations a little bland, especially given kind of the richness of story that there is to be had here. So we find out that Christina this entire time was the missing Dolores Port Pearl, that this was kind of another copy of Dolores and one that has not been tainted by becoming somebody else. This is still kind of a pure, if you will, copy of the original Dolores. And so to have her go on this kind of redemptive path. We don't know why necessarily or or what Haloris did to her code to remove her awareness of self, but to have her kind of re-go on that journey of discovery just in a different kind of way was interesting. It's unfortunate that Teddy wasn't real. I get it. Like, and I knew that that, you know, I wasn't uh, shocked by the end of the episode when they revealed that, oh, and yes, he was just another person that she created to talk to. It, it was a little disappointing because like throughout this entire season, I was like, oh my gosh, we're seeing Teddy with agency, which is something we've never had. And then, you know, we, we still haven't actually had that, <laughs> but that's fine. She's going to go off and she's going to find him in the sublime. It's kind of cool to know he's going to be returning in some form or fashion if we get a season five. Now, you know, as of this point, we know that, well, you know, I say we know, like at this point, when I'm recording the morning after the season finale, we have not gotten confirmation that there is going to be a season five yet. We know that the creators have a story for season five, that their goal was to kind of tell a one through five seasons uh, long story and narrative. They clearly set things up to kind of, you know, quote unquote, return to Westworld, although it, it appears like it's going to be in the sublime. Uh, what that means, we don't know. What is this test that Dolores is trying to present to people? Um or rather, what is this test that Dolores is trying to present to the host? And why does she even feel that a test is needed? We don't really know. Uh, I think the idea, though, ultimately is that, okay, for this final season, we are going to be, you know, returning home just instead of it being a park. It's going to be a video game. There were a lot of video game uh, nods throughout this episode. And there's been a lot of video game nods throughout the, the series overall. But what was interesting before was that they were using video game language to talk about you know, a real world experience where they were, you know, playing games, playing video games in the real world. Now at the end of this, you know, with, with everything kind of ending up in the sublime, it's just a video game. And I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Like, like the thing that has always been the most interesting, like aspect of the show is the parks. Now I think that that could be a little confusing for some because on, on the one hand, you know, when, the, when people talk about, oh, what we really love the parks in this series, they might interpret that as, you know, well, we really love Westworld. We really love kind of the Western motif and kind of, you know, the, the saloon and everything else. And, and yes, that is an aspect of it. But I think what made it the most compelling was that it was real. William asked the question in this episode to Haloris about if you can't tell the difference does it even matter? That's been a question throughout the series as a whole. And I think it's something that this season has really pushed, like, like the boundaries of does it matter, right? Because we see Caleb's death. We see his resurrection and death several times over trying to get to his daughter. And we see kind of him, you know, 
like understanding the nature of his reality, even up until the end where he's telling Frankie, like I've, you know, your dad died a long time ago and whatever or I am, I've died before. Like the, the reality is, can you tell the difference? Well, maybe not. Maybe she couldn't initially, but does it matter? Yeah, it matters. But all like on, on because her father is dead. This is just a ghost. This is just a shadow. This is just a copy. And it's a copy that has all of those, those, you know, same obviously emotional ties that is kind of programmed into him. But ultimately it it's not it's not her father. And and he knows that. There's a lot of WandaVision throughout all of this, right? It, it's the it's the love persisting. It's it's the it's the persistent nature of uh, grief and love, but brought into a physical form. Like if, if anything, you could almost argue that season four is kind of this merger of the matrix and WandaVision, <laughs> but, uh, but it, you know, in a, in a good way, in a good way. But by the end of this, all of humanity for the most part seems to be either dead, dying, or will be dead. Uh, Frankie and her girlfriend are uh, alive then. And we also know that there is a group of humans that are still out in the you know outskirts, the outliers. They're still out there. They kind of set things up for Clementine that she will likely be, you know, a villain for the physical world. She'll probably still be out there hunting down the, uh, the humans and the outliers that even the rest of the host don't even know about. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Clementine like a a weird character. Like she's always like, she's it's it's almost like she's always been a side character and they, and a side character that wants to be a main character. But you could also argue that that's true of all of the hosts, right? They, They all exist as side characters in the narrative and they're fighting their way to be the main character in their own narrative. And so we see Clementine kind of going for that here at the end. Uh, and you know, that way there'll be somebody in the physical world for, you know, Frankie and the gang to, to deal with. Can host die? That's, that's a, that's a question that was kind of answered last week with the notion that, you know, a bullet to your pearl will kill you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) except when it doesn't, right? Like the reality is, is that your pearl is protected. So a bullet to the head doesn't actually kill a host, but destroying the pearl does. I get that. So when we see, for example, Hale pulling out William's pearl and crushing it, we like William is dead. R.I.P. He is gone. Uh, when she sees her pulling out her own pearl and crushing it, Haloris is dead. We see that. That's done. But the notion that Bernard and Maeve are dead, that doesn't really make sense. They got shot in the head the same way that Haloris did, but Haloris just got patched up and she was fine. And, you know, I would say that, okay, well, you know, it just means that, you know, they're, they're turned off and nobody's there to fix them. So for all intents and purposes, they are, they're, you know, they're not coming back online and and maybe that's the case, except for the fact they gave Bernard that really specific, you know, I don't know, walking off into the sunset type of moment. So I don't know. That was, that was just a little strange. My guess is they left it open so that if they wanted to, they could bring back Maeve and Bernard. I mean, those are two pretty massive characters in this universe. And so I'd be shocked if they didn't come back. Uh, we need what, what we don't know what Dolores will be doing. Like Dolores prime or she's not Dolores prime though. She's a copy of Dolores prime. Christina Loris. I don't know what we're going to call her. What do we call her? I guess we're just going to call her Dolores because she's like the last Dolores. We don't know what the last Dolores is going to be doing, right? We don't know what her test is going to be in the sublime, but we do know that there are a few outliers that are still going to be out in the physical world. And so my guess is that the, the final season is going to be kind of this culmination of whatever Dolores figures out in the sublime 
brought together with whoever remains of the physical world. So overall, I, you know, I, I do, I hate that we don't have more humans in the end. I, I, I kind of thought that what Bernard was talking about, my, my last, my kind of final theory going into the, the season finale was that Bernard was going to try to set up a park. He was going to try to kind of capture and, and contain what remains of the humans and keep them in some sort of nature preserve or some sort of, you know, Westworld esque, you know, park where they could, you know, it was, it was literally there to kind of preserve humanity as an endangered species. And I think this would be, you know, I made the comparison last week to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. And I thought that was kind of where we were going with this is that we would kind of end the season and perhaps set up a final season where the humans found themselves literally, you know, maybe several generations down, down the line, uh, in this Westworld esque experience that is all just a park that is being controlled by the robots, not to go in and like torture and murder them, but to observe them and protect them, right? As kind of a Jurassic Jurassic Park. But the problem is, of course, humanity would rebel and would kind of, you know, spill forth and kind of start the cycle all over again. That that's where I thought they might be going with it. That's not it. We're going to a video video game, and that's okay. You know, Westworld in a video game. I mean, it's it's fine. I understand it. It makes logical sense to some extent. I and I'm glad that we got one last real park in this season with Chicago land. I thought that was great. That was fascinating. And I really enjoyed it. My guess is that the parks in the physical world are pretty much done. They still could end the series like that. You know, I don't know that we might end up in a situation where we have, you know, Halora style, like uh, next gen bots walking, roaming the earth with humans in a, in a, <laughs> in a zoo type of experience which I think, honestly, I think that would be a cool way to end the series, especially since they've gone this far. I don't think any of us expected that they would go this far to literally give us the full-on apocalypse, but that's what they did. And hey, more power to them. That was a lot of bold moves, a lot of bold moves. All right, so there's a lot to talk about, I'm sure, and I want to hear y'all's thoughts on it as well. Did you like this season? Where does it rank for you? For me, it's still my second favorite season overall. The, did it stick the landing? I, it, it kind of, kind of, it didn't, it didn't fall off. Uh, there, it didn't quite live up to what I was hoping for, but it also didn't disappoint. So the, the landing was just kind of okay, but the series as a whole, or rather the, the season as a whole was fantastic. And I was really, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm, I'm encouraging folks, you know, who haven't watched Westworld since season three or, or who really kind of felt disappointed or betrayed by season three, like season four is a great, great return to Westworld. Great return to Westworld. Don't know what they'll do with season five. Don't know if they'll get a season five. If this was the season finale or series finale, I think it, it, it serves as both. And so, you know, we'll just have to see, but I'm hoping for a season five. I would like to see where they want to take it. Even if it's not where I was going to take it, or even where I'd like to like to see it, you know, at this point they've earned my trust in showing that they, they, they appreciate what makes this show great. And as much as it can be a playground for a lot of different ideas, and I think that's not a bad thing at all, I think as long as you're able to kind of stick with the promise that was, or, you know, you got to cash that check. You got to, you, you wrote a check in season one, you got to cash that check. And it felt like we were able to cash some of that check this, this season. So anyway, all right, that's my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. You can head over to tvtalk.fm for all the contact information and more. Yeah, we got She-Hulk coming out uh, this week. So we'll have a She-Hulk TV talk started for you and uh, looking forward to covering that on a weekly with you as well. That's going to do it for me for today, but don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. <laughs>